Portobello, Edinburgh's seaside. This is a thriving, growing community with people doing all sorts of interesting things in the arts, sport and heritage. They all have their stories to tell, which is why we have the Portie Podcast. It's that time of year. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. It's the time of year when otherwise sane and respectable people don loud, garish, outlandish costumes, tell body jokes and entertain children and adults alike with traditional tales such as Cinderella, Aladdin or Puss in Boots. The Porty Panto is back again at the end of this week. So what hero is the audience going to cheer, what villain to jeer, this year? I went along to rehearsals to meet some of the cast and executive producer Stephen Davidson. This year's Portipanto is Jack and the Beanstalk. It's our third one. The Kings are doing Jack and the Beanstalk as well this year, but uh, we don't worry about that because ours will be funnier than theirs. Yeah, I think it's the kids' favourite, and I always enjoyed Pantos when I was wee, that you were familiar with the different bits of the story. You know, I used to look forward to the magic bean scene, that kind of thing, seeing the beanstalk grow. So it's a classic. We've not wavered far from the classics so far. It's a challenge, though, to actually seriously localise it because that's one of the charms of the Porti Panto there are so many local jokes Indeed, yeah but I think you just kind of expect that people who come along have been coming along in their droves for this is the third year now and yeah they expect the local jokes they expect the references to Musselburgh and Press and Pans and to local shops and we've got a lot of amazing sponsors in the local shops as well the local businesses get behind it we incorporate some of them in the backdrop in the scenery so it's the Portobello Panto but at the same time it's accessible to anyone coming from anywhere else in town you know the great thing is you've got a balance between professional performers and children and presumably local amateur talent as well indeed we just try and involve as many different local groups as possible so for instance Morag's Lothian Dance Academy are involved we have a group called Creative Dance who provide a different set of dancers younger dancers and the Tower Bank Choir are involved and have been in all three pantos so they'll be doing three songs the main cast rehearse together, but we have the two different dance groups will rehearse separately and the choir rehearse separately and it all gets put together like a jigsaw at the end of the process. So next week when we do the dress rehearsal is really the first time everyone will do it on stage, but the first time all those different bits of the Porti Panto come together is actually on the first performance on the Friday afternoon. Something that I notice is just how much work the director is putting in to getting as much humour as possible out of the individual scenes. Panto's all about the laughter, it's all about the smiles, but it has to be, even the the humorous scenes have to be played with true emotion to them to get the laughter, but Shauna's a fantastic director, and again, she's worked with the Porti Panto the last two years, and she's a kind of crucial cog in the whole process. Shauna's amazing direction and Billy Kirkwood, our fantastic dame, are kind of the absolute, the two pillars of what, what kind of makes it so magical you know everyone who's come out of the Porti Panto in the last two years has come out and given me feedback they've said they've been amazed at the quality at the standard of the performance and yeah that's testament to the cast as a whole but yeah Billy and Shona do a fantastic job in particular. Unfortunately we can't interrupt Shona but uh, she from what I've heard is is crucial to this. She's a professional actress and she's uh, starting to do quite a lot of directing and she has a natural talent for it, as you've seen. You know? And the, the actors, the adult actors and the child actors, they respect her and they respond to her direction. And she, yeah, she moulds them into something spectacular. The raw talent's there, um, but yeah, she makes it magical. Finally the hell ride! Are you excited, Cliff? I'm absolutely excited. 
That's the spiritual charm. These are one-of-a-kind, beautiful, handmade from the finest Bavari McVellar. Well, one of the regular professional actors who's been a mainstay of uh, this and other shows is Brett Herriot. Brett, you've actually been involved right from the start, haven't you? Well, this is my third year at Portobello Panto. Third year in succession with me and Billy leading the cast with a brand new Jack and the Beanstalk. So hopefully we'll sell it out and have done in previous years. Because I think there's one extra show this year, I think. I think we're doing six and not five. But it's usually immense fun. It's always brilliant fun. We have a lovely time. Our audiences seem to take well to our story because we do it in a kind of a unique way. We're not quite got the budget, shall we say, of the Kings in Edinburgh, but we have a lot of fun. We bring a lot of magic of Panto to Portobello for two or three days. There'll be lots of uh, jokes and comedy and plenty of uh, chances to get involved with the action. The great thing is there are so many in-jokes. Uh, there may be one or two in-jokes, <laughs> yes, that has been known, and some jokes materialise on the spot as we do the performance. So if you see the first show and you see the last one of the run, there tends to be quite a difference because we tend to tighten it up and add jokes and take jokes out as we go along. Whatever gets us a laugh, really. You've done this from the beginning. What do you get out of it? Well, this is three years here, but I've done Panto around the country. What I like about Portobello is it's Panto. It's a nice, short, sharp run, but it's kind of traditional Panto, so we're aiming it at families from the local area, and we're trying to make it accessible to those who can't afford a ticket to a big kudos production or they can't get along the road to the Brunton Theatre. We're kind of somewhere in the middle, and we think we provide a good alternative for the people of Portobello. Plus, they get to see all their, their family and kids on stage because we have a lot of support from the Tower Bank School and various dance companies who also join us in the production. It must be an awful effort trying to get everything ready in, a, I believe, a relatively short time. Well, the, the bulk of that is down to our executive producer. He pulls it together. I just get delivered a script, and I've just got to get those words into the head and get all the blocking down and work with Sean, the director. But an immense amount of work goes on very rapidly. So we open next week, so we don't get the actual theatre till Wednesday and the crew move in and do all our projection and our lighting and everything, and the costumes arrive, and it's all very fast-paced for a whole week. And just like magic, it's all gone by Sunday night. I'm actually looking forward to it, because we're uh, coming, I think, on the Friday. Oh, fabulous. Yes, I'll look out for you. You never know, I might get you involved. Don't sit at my eyeline, it's dangerous stuff in Panto. Hiya, It's nice to meet you all. I'd like to welcome you all to Porty Pantoland. This is where me and my mammy live, with our beloved coo, Brenda. But we're awful poor. See, we're so poor that last year for Christmas, all I got was a empty box. Another of the professionals is uh, Billy Kirkwood, who is this year playing Mama. Was it that correct? Yes, it's ma- Mammy, I think. They're, oh, they're Mammy, the show. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> um, which is, I think, the, the equivalent of the Pantomime Day. Yes, that's right. Uh, not only do I play the lead's mum, but I'm also somewhat of the narrator throughout the piece. So I sort of open the show, warm up the audience, and then we have ourselves a, a good fun time. It's something, though, that you yourself have done for a number of pantos, because uh, I certainly remember you doing that kind of warm-up last year as well. Yeah, that's right. This is my third year with the guys here at the Wash House, so I'm delighted to be back. And I think it's always just a fun crowd and a fun company, and it's just, uh, I'm looking forward to doing this year. So what is your role sort of punctuating throughout? 
It's sort of just bringing a sort of comical element, I guess, to the whole thing being that juxtaposition between some of the straight-laced elements of the story and just bringing a, just a bit of silliness throughout it for the, the mums, dads and the families. That's what I like about the Poti Panto, is that if you're five, six, seven, there is an, a nice bit of humour, but if you're yeah. my age, mm-hmm. there's also a different kind of humour that you can read into things. The script that's put together is quite multi-layered and Panto should be family entertainment at the end of the day and by that it needs to entertain from the kids right up to the grandparents. So the fact that it's on that many sort of rainbow of different aspects and jokes is I think what's important and I think the guys here, uh, the Porty Panto, just uh, they nail it every year. Turning back to Stephen Davidson, the producer, you mentioned earlier that it all simply comes together just before the whole thing goes live, so to speak. Yeah. There must be risks in that. Absolutely. And I didn't know really if it would work until year one. Basically, we've got so many people involved in the Porti Panto, and I wanted as many people as possible from Portobello to be involved, but it's just not possible to have all those people rehearsing together all the time. You know, we're not a massive professional production that's paying everyone money to turn up and rehearse. You know, it's people's own time. So, yeah, it was the, the whole idea of putting it together as a jigsaw in year one, that was the first time that I'd tried it, and it worked, so we've stuck with that model. And really, the, a lot of the dress rehearsal is fitting in the pieces and the entrances and exits from the stage and giving a lot of the kids their first chance to, re- to rehearse on that stage. For instance, the Turbank Choir, it's the first time when that curtain opens to the massive audience, is the first time they'll not have just been doing their little rehearsal at school. And when the curtain opens to 200 people, yeah, it's just a different world to practising in a classroom. Well, let's hope it's not such a different world they, they suffer from stage fright. No, hopefully they'll be OK. I mean, last year we had uh, a brilliant choreographer called Pam giving them some brilliant moves. But I think for kids who are not dancers, it was really difficult for them to do the dance moves and keep the volume up of their singing. So we've, we've not got quite as many moves this time round, and we're hoping we're going to have more volume from the kids. The wonderful thing about the Turbank Choir is that they're not the best singers in the school. They're just kids who love to sing and who want to sing. There's no barrier to joining the Turbank Choir. It's just, if you want to join the choir, whether you can sing or not, you can join the choir. And they make a wonderful sound, but, you know, they're not the hand-picked best singers in the school. They're just people who love singing, you know, and it gives everyone a chance to be part of a big show. Whereas if it was an audition process, it's a lot more difficult to get into a big production. Whereas, yeah, the Porti Panto is more inclusive. Last question. Are there still tickets available? And where would you get the tickets as well? You can get the tickets from Cove, 250 Porti High Street, or you can get them online from brownpapertickets.com. The Saturday and Sunday matinee are almost sold out, but there are still tickets available for the Friday matinee, for Friday night, Saturday night. We're also, just to add, we're doing a production on Sunday morning, which is the first time we've tried it. It's going to be a relaxed performance, which will be aimed at children with autism and other support needs. So that will be an entirely different performance, and we're giving away free tickets to that. And yeah, it's the first time we've done that, so the house lights will be up, there'll be less bangs, the noise levels will be brought down, it'll just be a different production altogether, and that will give the cast a whole new set of challenges to face on Sunday morning. But it's, yeah, it's a hugely worthwhile event, and it hopefully will become a, a great part of the Porti Panto in the future. But I'm at the stage of the Porti Panto every year when I become swamped with the hundreds and hundreds of tasks that I've had to do and to pull together. At this point, every year, I think, never again. This will be the last one. But, uh, yeah, speak to me again after it's finished, after the theatre magic has worked. Stephen Davidson, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you.